There's no rigmarole. Hey, Dave. Joe, where you been, buddy? <laughs> Nothing. How you been? I, I've been good. Long. What did you just uh, pick out of your face? Um, some, I don't know. It's too late in the morning for you to have morning crusts. I know, but they creep, they creep up on me. They creep up on me. It's weird, Dave. I was up late last night watching the Giants lose on a defensive play. How? On a defensive play. What did you watch it on? What network? Uh, I think it was ABC. What? I think. I don't know. Because it's local? I don't know. No, it was on. It was a nationally televised game. Only on NFL Network. Mm, we got it on ABC here, I want to say. No. Listen, I have one guy sending live streams from Reddit, which is illegal. So I have to have a conversation with him because that's why, terrible. Why, why is that illegal? You can't tap into somebody's free stream. It's not, it wasn't free. It was NFL network broadcast. Yeah. Okay. So that's number one. Then I got my dad saying, oh, I got the NFL app. I think I got it from Amazon prime last week. I don't know. So he's watching the game. Okay. He has no idea how he's watching it. And then my buddy who is a huge giants fan for whatever reason did not get his NFL network package or whatever this year. Yeah. Cause I invited myself over to his home so I could watch it. Cause I kind of like, like being around folks who are like emotionally invested in things. You like to laugh at people. Well, if it, if it was a good outcome, I would laugh with them. But now we're just laughing at each other because neither of us could get the game on. I went to NFL.com, streamed it, like like logged on with my cable provider, okay? And then mirrored from my phone to the TV from Apple TV, okay? And the yeah. only thing it would keep reloading were like clips of it. It's like watch live and you hit it. Like you should just be able to watch live through NFL.com. Yeah. No. No, dude, this whole thing, we talked about this with the baseball thing where Hulu and the MLB or Hulu and Yes had a big problem. I haven't gotten to see any Yankee games, That's but crazy. I guess to see all the Mets games. So when they were playing the Mets last week, I got to watch every game. Now, they got their asses handed to them two out of the three games. Yeah. So it was disappointing. It was really a thing. But they and, and the 30 for 30 is all about the 86 Mets. So you got it like, hey, guess what? Not only did you get beat, but man, those glory days for that beat down are it's even glory better. Days are, <laughs> glory days are so long ago. So long. So a buddy of mine who's his birthday today, huge Mets fan, called him up today for his birthday. Wishing him a happy birthday. I was like, hey, you know, congratulations. The Mets kind of kicked the shit out of the Yankees. He was like, yeah, dude, they were great games. They were really fun to watch. He was like, I hope you guys make it to the playoffs. I was like, well, why are you counting the Mets out? He was like, there's like a 2% chance that the Mets are making the playoffs. Again, when you have that kind of fan base that gives up on all hope, forget about it. It's over. You're never going to win. Ever. You're never going to win. No, they've got a great team, Pete Alonzo, the whole thing, and they're they're still good. But the, the Yankees are still the same way. The Yankees have a, a literal, not to coin a phrase or pull a phrase, a murderer's row of Yankees. And and they lose all the time because you, you get to the end of the game. Like, what did they lost the Orioles the other night? First of all, I think you and me could come up with enough guys, nine guys, that could beat the Orioles. That's how bad that team is. Hmm. Secondarily, I know a guy that that played for Arizona baseball. He's good at baseball. That's one guy. I got one guy. You got one guy? That's all right. I got yeah. one guy too. My buddy who I just called for his birthday. He didn't play pro, but he's a damn good ball player. I'd have him on my team end of day of the week. Oh, I got another guy. Stepbrother also played semi-pro. Semi-pro basketball? No, baseball. Whatever. What's semi-pro baseball? Triple, whatever. The farm things. Triple, triple A? Yeah, those things. 
Semi-pro. It's farm league. Yeah, whatever. Back oh. then, back then, different. There is, a, there is a semi-pro league, though. Yeah, it's called the NCAA. No. Oh, snap! So it's, it's, they're like the blue. They're an independent league, is what it's called. That's semi-pro. There's independent league baseball. Yeah, they have a. Um, we have a team right here. Great yeah, little stadium, Jimmy John Stadium. Yep, Jimmy John. Mm-hmm. Did you get a sandwich when you go? Yeah, you get the sandwiches. Family fun time. Great little place. Yeah, we have one too. It's called the Bridgeport Bluefish. I believe is what they call. All right. So just because this kind of furthers us down the stuff. So not knowing anything about the Mets, Yankees, I saw some highlights. Nice. My, my niece, nine years old, we were talking about, we were talking about baseball. You don't have a niece, Dave. You have no (laughs) brothers or sisters. You can't have a niece. What do you mean? Tina. Biologically impossible. I married, I married into brothers and sisters. Okay, so she's your she's your niece. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, there's what I, that's I forgot, what I said. I forgot that somebody was dumb enough to marry you. I forgot. I, well, oh, we're gonna talk about her nose ring. What's up? Hey, listen. Your nine year old niece has no, a nose ring. no. She'll wait until she's at least eleven for that to be possible. I'm surprised <laughs> she's not tattooed up and already moved out. Listen, the point being is, we were talking about baseball, and she was like. Well, who did, who did you like when you were a kid? And I was like, the Mets. I'm just a good, like, why? And I was like, they were just a good team. And I was about to tell the real reason why, but then I like paused and moved on. And it was because yeah. basically they were all Coke addicts and like alcoholics and stuff. And there was just some natural attraction as a child that I did not know the reason why or how until later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But God bless. They're all recovered and doing men's commercials and stuff like that. Isn't it Piazza? Which one? And Gary Carter's fucking dead, bro. Yeah. I met him at the ESPYs. How cool is that? That is pretty cool. Yeah, dude. He just rolled up. He needed somewhere to go. And he's like, I'm like, oh, oh, you're in the, uh." he's like, I'm Gary Carter. Like, I know I have all of your cards uh, as a kid. And he like, he took a picture on his phone and then texted it to me. Cause technically we weren't allowed to like take pictures and stuff. Like, cool. So cool, dude. Like straight up, like so baseball players are pretty cool. Blessing I, guy. Yeah. I'm sure I've told you this story before, right? With Derek Jeter just being, you know, inaugurated into the Hall of Fame. And my dad got lucky. He had a friend who ended up with on field like broadcast passes for the nineteen ninety nine All Star game. Mm-hmm. That's one where they were wheeling Ted Williams around and the whole thing, right? So it was it's a pretty monumental all star game. And you know, my dad's a huge Yankee fan. So he saw Derek Jeter. This is 99. So Jeter's, you know, in the prime of his career. And it said right on the back of the field passes, the, the you know, press passes, you cannot approach players. Can't approach them. Can't talk to them. You can say hi, but that's about it. And he was like, I'm not missing this opportunity to go talk to Derek Jeter and get him to sign something for me. And... He went up to to do it and got chastised for going up to Derek Jeter, and he signed it anyway. So, just to point out that these athletes are did Derek he, Jeter yell at him, say, "Hey, you are not allowed to talk to me," and he circled it on the back of his pass and then signed that. Like that would be the cool thing. It says right here, if Derek Jeter was like pointing to the back of the pass and then signed, "Don't approach me," and then actually signed it and gave it back to him. No, but one of the. Uh, not Brooks Robinson, but oh. I got one of the ex-baseball players who's head of the whatever it is. It came over to my dad and said, it says on the back of your pass, you're not allowed to talk to the." And Derek Jeter took the thing out of his hand and said, I'm signing it anyway and signed it for him. Nice. Which was cool. I thought that was cool. So that Gary I mean, Carter. I think it would be cooler to have Brooks Robinson sign it, but that's just my thing. Yeah, but I don't. I'm a third I, base I, guy. I'm a third base guy. Yeah. And you know, it was just—it's just a cool story. That's a, like your Gary Carter story. Yeah, cool. That's nice. He's a good like Jeter, also a good dude. Saw him there as well. You yeah. Know? Right after, wait, because the last time that we went to a baseball game was when Derek Jeter broke his ankle. Yes, that was right? that game. We were at that game. Yeah, yeah. We were at that game. That is also, correct. the last time the Tigers beat the Yankees, I believe that was a number. 
maybe maybe there's some in between i don't know yeah it uh you know it was weird with the Derek jeter induction thing because they just kind of snuck it in right like, that's a big big moment in baseball there was no real i mean you heard about it because you saw clips of it and stuff but i think the in mlb hall of fame induction should be have a little more grandioseness to it right like why not put it during all-star week why not make it on home run derby day right so before the home run derby gets started you bring all the inductees out onto the field you have a big thing and do it on the field not at the actual hall of fame that's the big thing is that catastoga new york which is where the hall of fame is wants to have it there oh but it's a stuffy old place in upstate new york that no one goes to no one goes to literally so really they should like all of the 800 van gogh exhibitions be traveling like the hall of fames should all be traveling to different cities every year wherever they're gonna have do you know how much they would have to move whatever listen nobody goes nobody goes to catastoga wherever the they World do. Series is every time I've ever been to the Hall of Fame, which is multiple, multiple times. I've been to the Hall of Fame at least ten times. It is always packed with people. Right. Well, I mean, packed. you guys should do other stuff, probably, because nothing really changes. There's nothing Have else you ever to been, see there. You ever been to the Baseball Hall of Fame? No. Have you ever been to the Football Hall of Fame? No. I've been to that too. You've been to the Basketball Hall of Fame, which is in Massachusetts? No. They're all pretty cool. I've been to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That At least there you can like listen to stuff. Okay. I don't know why you're trying to take away from Sports Hall of Fame. I'm not. I'm trying to add to it. Think about this. Especially post-pandemic. There's lots of commercial real estate that is needed. So wherever the World Series is, wherever the Super Bowl is, wherever the NHL playoffs are, I guess that's not a real thing. They don't pick that beforehand, do they? Why did you go for every every top game in every sport, and then you were like the playoffs for this? Why not Stanley Cup? Why yes, Cup that's game? what I mean, Stanley Cup. But Stanley Cup, you don't know. They don't pick like a place for that. That's at whoever is in the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Same with basketball, right? There's not like one place, no. so you can't really. It doesn't really work for their back, Hall of Fames. Back and forth. Same thing with the World Series, though. World Series goes back and forth. The other Hall of Fame should be a traveling exhibit. I've gotten holes through your theory here. It can't be a traveling exhibit. It's a huge thing. Huge. Do you hear that? No. People are going to hear that knocking. You know what that is? It's a woodpecker. I need to work on my silence. Birdie is right now, she's crawled up behind the computer, my laptop, and tucked herself nice and close to the laptop. So she's with us. She's right behind your head, basically. She's basically, warm. Birdie is laying on your shoulders right now. My shoulders? Yeah. Nice. nice. All right. So I was trying to do a traveling exhibit so more people could see it. No, I hear what you're saying. So you could do a small section of that. Like just those years inductees, like they could do a little tour, right? So you have at the all-star game, you do it there. They have a little tour and then they end up at the Coopers. Yeah. Or you could say the new stuff. So the inductees, what you're going to bring into the hall of fame, bring their stuff like, Oh, Derek Jeter's glove or Derek Jeter's Jersey, or, you know, whoever it is like the new stuff that's going to go to the hall of fame. You could do the inductions at all-star weekend. The stuff you're gonna, the new stuff you're gonna bring in to put in as exhibits in the Hall of Fame, so that people could get to see that. It would promote the Hall of Fame, and more people would get to see these inductions, which I think are cool, and I always have thought are cool. You know what I mean? What's the weirdest thing there that somebody's put in? Well, they pick. Um, really? Yeah, they they decide and go through and pick stuff. The, the players don't get to pick what goes in the Hall of Fame. What do you mean? What are you talking about? The Hall of Fame picks what goes in the Hall of Fame. What? Here are your choices. My jock strap or my left sock? Which one? That that is why the players don't pick. 
Right. That would be something to see. Yeah. So the weirdest thing, I don't know. I don't know. It's all pretty, pretty standard stuff. Bats and gloves. Boring. And so it's as boring as the game itself. Well, all museums are boring then if that's what you're saying. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about that. I, which I don't, which I don't agree with, but that's what you're, that's what you're driving at. No, I'm just saying the. You just said that the baseball Hall of Fame is as boring as an actual baseball game. No, it's pretty standard stuff. You said that. Oh. Okay. I was just checking. I just went to a game. What What did you go see? Tigers, Brewers. I missed a foul ball, bro. Talk about a snooze fest. Was it over after the first pitch? It was. Please silence your phone. Whoa, I'm trying. Whoa, whoa. I'm trying. Hold on. Uh, yeah, there was no run scored. And then the seventh inning, they're like, hey, everybody, you got to get out of your seats. Inclement weather is coming. Really? Yeah. And so we leave. We walk a few blocks to parking. As we pull out of the parking lot, deluge and 50 mile per hour rains. Hazards really? all the way up out, out of the city. So did the game finish? Yes, an hour and 45, 49 minute delayed. So I was home, I stayed up, and I watched it. And what did it end? Zero, zero tie? One, there's no ties. There can't be. This isn't soccer. This isn't some European knockoff. <laughs> the, when the NFL ends in a tie, that's the most disgusting thing ever. Yeah. There's no ties. You don't get a tie. That's not a sport. I agree. That's a That's giving up. Well, Anyways. soccer, there's a tie, or otherwise it would go on forever. You just keep kicking. Free kicks. Forever. Free kicks? Yeah. Goalie, goalie stops? Yeah. Listen, I've been getting into the soccer a little bit. A <sighs> little bit. You want ESPN? Top 10? Most of their plays? Women's soccer. Amazing. I'm telling you, you won't know the difference. If there wasn't HD and you sat far enough away from your TV like me and didn't really have glasses, it, you just see athleticism and a ball moving around. That's all you see. You can't tell what's what. Mm, I beg to differ. I'm just saying. I beg to differ. They're ballers, bro. No, they might be very good for ladies. Uh, that's You can't even – that's not a thing. The gal who just retired, 39 years old, she scored five goals last night in her like last game. International game. Your frame line's bad. Beast. Well, I just told you, Birdie. Come on, cat. Just trying to warm up back there. There you go, baby. <laughs> um. Yeah. You've been watching any NFL? Did you watch the Tiger or the Lions game last week? Oh, Come on. I turned it on at forty-one seventeen, um, and everyone was like, immediately "Oh!" Turned, immediately turned it off and then missed the best game in no. the week. Again, that's the Lions. Let's wait till the last minute, make it very exciting, and lose anyway. Doesn't matter who's who's around. Hopeful, maybe they can do some things. Can you get Aaron Rodgers while he's down on Monday? Maybe. I don't know. I like competitive games. I like when the Lions play sometimes. What? Goff played very well. That was a competitive game. I don't like that guy. Why not? Jared Goff? Nah. No. What is it about him you don't like? The fact nah, that he just don't. It's not a thing. Nah. No. Mm-mm. Did I you don't. like? Did you like Matthew Stafford? Yeah. Did you see what he did with the Rams with an actual team around him? Helpful. It's helpful. It was, it was like he was. It was like he was a new guy. He's happy. That's nice. Of course, he's out of Detroit. Yeah. But so is Galladay. So is Marvin Jones Jr. Right? Like, so like. You see what like, Galladay oh. did last night for the Giants? Yelled at Daniel Jones. No. Uh, was he that yelled at Daniel Jones. He was yelling at some, uh, he was yelling at some trainer. He was speaking with Daniel quite earnestly. <laughs> yeah. That's was. what, 
That's what it is. Conversation for Again, me. this is a terrible sports highlight show. I couldn't tell you anything else about it. I'm just saying everybody leaves Detroit and then has successful careers. Most of our good pitchers from the Tigers are all World Series champions with other teams. Max Max Scherzer. Yeah. Scherzer's a 3,000 yeah. strikeout yeah. guy. Yeah. We got 299 of them for another team. We don't want to pay that. That's not a thing. Bottom line here. That's how it goes. I don't really know what it is. Is it poor management? No. No. I don't think it is. I think it's I think it's the city. The, oh. city, has, the city has a cloud of like just dismay and 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 sadness. No. No. You have to come here and then that immediately gets washed away with I'm the sure sunshine and the brightness and the beauty of the people. I'm I'm just saying from an outside perspective it seems that your sports teams are always you know shrouded in a cloud of bewilderment. They're just they never get going. When's the last time you won a World Series or a Super Bowl? Never won a Super Bowl, but they haven't, have they? Never won a Super Bowl. No. World Series? World Series. It's been 25 years, right? It was the beginning of Miguel Cabrera's career. Oh, no, that was Florida. Oh, man. You're shameful. Yeah. Well, no, we won it, and then Kirk Gibson went and left and then won it with the Dodgers. With the Dodgers. Was a hero. Yeah. Literally, his whole career is is tent-pulled around him with the Dodgers. Yeah. There's really no... No. There's like, yeah, there's no recollection that he was anywhere else. It's just this, just him jumping around the base. That's all you see the whole time. Doing this around the bases as he clocked one out. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have no idea. Oh, who do you play for? Really? That's weird. (laughs) No one does that. No wonder. Yeah. But, you know, NFL, we'll see what goes on this year. COVID still in full force. It's going to be an interesting season. Is it? Because it doesn't seem like anybody really really cares uh, stadiums are packed stadiums are packed yeah <clears throat> stadiums are packed but you have players that are refusing to follow and get vaccinated and do stuff like that all right so you're gonna you're gonna have guys get sick i don't think it's a big deal in the big scope of things other than when your quarterback is down with COVID, I guess. I don't know. Are there any, a number of teams have a number of players to it? But that's true. That's you always right. can go. Did you watch the game last night with uh, McKenahee or whatever his name is? What game? The Giants Washington game. I like just told you how it was impossible to get it on my TV screen. Oh, I know, but you said you saw clips. It's an interesting story about the quarterback who Ryan Fitzpatrick goes down in week one, which everyone knew was going to happen. Yeah, Heineke. Down in week one. That kid was the backup to the backup. And he gets a shot and wins a stunner on a defensive offsides penalty. Well. The kid played great. You got to give it to him. He played great in, 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 against the, you know. Middling suffering. It's against the Giants. What's the big deal? Exactly. Exactly. You you don't. Yeah. All right. You don't have to hold it in a, in a high regard. I but don't. I'm literally you, telling you that I that don't. Would be like Dave, that would be like if you suited up and won an NFL game. No, same, that kid's been same. playing a long time. Same. Same. I don't think you can use that against me, especially not in this and. Oh. I bet you I could last a couple of downs. That's what I'm saying. A couple. Yeah. I am full of fear, Joe. You are? Yeah. What are you what are you afraid of? So I faced everything this past week, but it's been quite a fearful week. One not really. One I'm yes. Careful. So do, side jobs, side hustles is the so I went, here's the, the biggest thing I feared. Do you have an uncling issue? Yeah. We took the niece 
to Tree Runner Adventure. Ooh, yeah. Oh, I forgot you went to go do this. Right. What did I tell you? Wait, wait, wait. Before you tell your story, what did I tell you? I said, you're going to shit your pants. Okay, so listen. There was a point in time. She's only nine, so she can only go on like yellow and green. And there's a few of those paths there, right? Still challenging, fun to it. But then you could take a test to like move up, right? As a kid. Yeah. And yeah. she didn't pass that test more so because like we wouldn't explain anything. <laughs> and also like, I really don't want to like, there's just too much time. Let's just go on the other ones. So while her and Tina went to get hydration, okay, I'm like, Tina's like, just go, go climb one of the bigger ones. You know what I mean? You'll enjoy it more. I'm like, all right, cool. So I go up to the black diamond. Oh yeah. Okay? Oh yeah. No. Now I am fully aware that I am strapped. I could just jump Tethered. off and I'm still hanging there. Right. You're safe. No issues like, whatsoever. You're, you're Proven. Safe. Proven on four other trails up to that point. Yeah. Totally. Uh-huh. So I take a step onto this log. That's, it's all like, I just got to say, I'm so happy. I was right about this. Oh yeah. Wonderful. You know what I mean? So there are two things that happen. I'm holding on. I step onto the log and I look at like, which rope do I want to reach out for and grab? (laughs) That's what I'm looking at. And then I'm like, I, I really don't want to do this alone though. I miss the two gals that I came here with. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. I unhook and I climb back down. You do I go find them. Do I go by Gatorade. I make her not pass the test. And then we you get back on. Even, you couldn't even get out on the first thing? Nope. Didn't even want to go through with it. <laughs> it was a strange. It was, it was a strange. Like, dude, like, and it's not the height. Oh, it's the, it's the fact that the trees, when you get up to that black diamond level, you're swaying in the trees like that. Listen, I followed my son. He's like, no, let's go do the black diamonds. Him and a bunch of his buddies right. going up there. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it with you. They all made it through. We all made it through, but it was terrifying. Sure. But terrifying. see, you had somebody up. All right, come on, Bertie, stop. Stop it. Please. Thank you. It really was for me like, uh, this is no fun alone. More of a challenge going through all of like the other things in life that I've faced alone or not had to really trying to pressure myself forward to it. And I was like, I'm under no pressure whatsoever. This is not a fail. So you didn't even get your niece up to the blues. No, but we go back on the green and we send her first. Yeah. Like, all right, you're going first. There's no, I'm not talking you through this one. Hurry up. And then she made it through. There was like one other super challenging. She's got little small legs, right? You got to reach for yeah. stuff. The whole thing. Yeah. She's like, I can't. I'm like, yeah, you can. you can. Yeah. You got it. Eyeballs on me. Moving forward. And Tina's in the background. Stop whining. Let's go. Hurry up. Rah, rah, rah. <laughs> like, no, I'm kidding. Really? <laughs> <No. Okay, laughs> that would be, so, be so great. <laughs> Just like go to like. Come on, you little shit. Let's go. Get through it. <laughs> I've done this multiple times. My kids love to do it. Yeah. And it's, but it's the worst part about letting them go first is that if they get stuck out there. Hey. And it happens. Everyone, it you get out there, that fear kicks in. You can't quite, same thing. Like, I can't, I can't reach you. Like, no, no, no. You got to just keep moving. Keep yep. moving. Keep your eyes on the prize and keep moving. But you'll get to a point, or at least I did, where they're stuck out in the middle of this thing. And now you have to go out there and save them. And it clearly states before every obstacle, do not go out double. Yeah. Just do not call go out for help. Double. Call for help. But when they when they call for help, that's what they do is go out for double. Yeah, but Which, they know about it. I know. But I had to a couple times, or at least once, scale out on this you know, piece of the, of the course to push my daughter to the next rope. Cause she got caught in between them and her arms literally weren't long enough. Yeah. She was dangling and she couldn't reach them. Really the, the cheat for all of it is you double hook on the safety line and then turn backwards and then just pull yourself on the safety line. Done. 
Yeah, that's what they do. It's like fake zip lining. Yeah. Well, did it, did your course have zip lines included? Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. All in the mix. It was cool. They I do a good job in the in the in the dark. Can't believe you didn't go higher than green though. Yeah. I was in the blue and then like, or no, I, was, I went up to the black diamond and like, let's just go on this one. And I was like, Ooh, I'm not going to do this. And then I was coming back down. I was like, I don't know. Let's just see what those two dummies are doing. And then just yeah. kind of keep it in a group. You, you used the girls as an excuse because you were chickening up. They didn't need my help at all, by the way. Of course not. Well, of course not. You, you skulk down with your tails between your legs. Maybe. Sorry. Did it have like points on the black diamonds that I've done? There's points where it's like, if you've had enough, you can zip out of here. Right. And it zips you back down to like a blue. Oh, really? No, I don't think so. You got to finish. Like a, like we don't do that in Michigan. Route. It's an escape route. We go all the way. Or, or not at all. Or not at all. Yeah. Which we make wise not, choices. You're a not at all kind of guy. It happens that way. So yeah. that was number one. Yeah. Okay. And you have to sign a waiver. Which like, is nerve wracking for itself. For everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and a waiver for the kid. Like if, if you lose the kid, again, we can't be responsible for that. Yeah, correct. All across the board. Sign everything away. I know. And then Tina got me three laps around M1 Concourse in a Lamborghini. Ooh. And you got to sign a waiver for that, that essentially states, hey, we get that we brought a car here, but as soon as you look at it, you're responsible for all of it. (laughs) Like there are lines on the track, right? And you can see where some of them, you know, you use like the red and white. Like if you've watched F1 or any of those kind of, you can see where you can come off onto a certain part and go. Like, hey, guess what? If you put two of the tires anywhere over those lines, you're going to pay us $200. What? If you put four tires over any of those lines, like off the course to find yourself in a better position of turning and stuff, you're going to pay us $300. Wait a second. What are you talking about? You got to stay on the track, bro. Utilize the track. Full waiver. By the way, your wife will be held in this tent. And if you do not come back with an unscratched car, you can have her back. Was this a mob-backed driving experience? Straight up. Detroit was the Purple Gang. It's the Purple Gang. Yeah. Yeah. So that sounds very cool. It was. Um, How fast did you get the car going? I only got up to 115 on the straightaway. It's a short straightaway. That's pretty good, though. No, I can do that on 75. Yeah. I was expecting a little bit more, and I did floor it. Coming out of that turn and then on that straightaway, I just put it pedal all the way down, and I probably should have just slowly pressed into it as opposed to hammer down. Did it throw you back? Oh, yeah. There are some G-forces involved. Here was the nice thing. A guy in line with me has done it before, and he's like, listen, your brain is going to tell you to not do what they're telling you. There's a pro driver in the car with you. It's telling you to go, telling you to stop. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. You got a ride along? Yeah. In the passenger seat. They're in the passenger seat. You're driving. So you're coached through. Automatic or stick? The track. Automatic. Uh, You can do paddle. Just do the automatic. He's like, your brain is going to tell you to continue braking, to brake early, to not throttle, to not do stuff. Don't listen to your brain. (laughs) Just do what that guy tells you. They're in the car. They know how to use it. They know what's what. And so I was able, I believe, to like a 95% proficiency, do exactly what I was told when I was told. And then you get, and he's like, you're going to get like that third lap, and you're like, oh, yeah, I got to do this again. And I was like, ah, I kind of want to do it again, but I kind of also just want to take this thing downtown, cruise around in it. 
I don't yeah. really want to use it for a supercar. You can't get out of it, by the way. That's the other thing. If I bought a Lamborghini, I would also have to buy a twin bed to put in the garage so that I could roll out of it onto the twin bed. Is you can't very, get out of the car. What does it have the gall wings or the slide ups? Uh, just a pull open door, just regular door. It's a regular door. It doesn't even have the cool Lamborghini doors. This Lamborghini didn't have the Lamborghini doors. What is, uh, what, what model was it? Huracan. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. That doesn't mean anything to me. Me neither. Yeah. Um, I only know the Lamborghini Countach. So as you're driving around. Yeah. What's he saying to you? Throttle, throttle, brake, off the brake, into the turn. Let the momentum carry you. Throttle, 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 go, 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 brake, brake, off the brake. Why are you braking in the middle of a track? There's, it's not like there's track. You're going 115 miles an hour. Yeah. And then within 20 yards, you're braking to go into a turn. Okay. What do you mean? Why are you braking on a track? There's 10 just, turns on this thing. It's a precarious Lamborghini. course. Precarious. So it's not just an oval track? It's like a... No. Track. No. Oh, okay. Turns, bro. One big yeah. straightaway turn, turn. Hairpins. Yeah. Well, hairpins you got to break down for. But uh, it's a Lamborghini, bro. It has excellent deceleration. Brakes squeaked a little bit. They've been used pretty well. That thing comes down, got to be 60% just by letting off the gas. Probably. I don't know. You just followed the rules? Yeah, that's all I had to do. It's not that hard. And what do you get? Three laps? Three laps. The video you sent me looked like you were going awfully slow. That was shot in slow motion. So here's Uh, the other thing. I am going to get Tina a videography class. She, she spent 10 minutes. She bought, she bought you this great gift and then ruined it with the videotape. She spent 10 minutes with her phone pointed at her shoulder, just making fun of everybody around having no idea it was on. And then as I was getting into the Lamborghini, she hit the button to turn it off. I said, Oh wait, am I on video? And then turns it off. So and so from there, there's no other shots. And then she shot, she stayed in one place, like on the track or whatever. And I made the mistake of just saying, you know, shoot one in slow-mo. And I should have just had it just shoot regular, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it was two minutes of me coming around two turns. Because <laughs> she so shot the tough. whole thing in slow. I was so excited for you for this thing, and then you sent me this video that I was like, "Dave, you're really kind of grandpaing it around the track, though." Yeah. yeah, that was all slow mo, and then and then I just sped it up. Yeah, but I do have a video, which I will post on my blog, of my wife's commentary, and her shoulder, prior to me getting into a Lamborghini, which is what is she, what is she somewhat priceless. Point? Why? No one looks excited when they get out of the cars. Oh, this is so boring. Dave, you got to make some friends. Be the guy. <laughs> like, how much is this worth? $200,000. Oh, my God. <laughs> just, this is great. Just That's wonderful. Awesome. <laughs> play by play. Completely <laughs> useless. And then like, oh, wait, oh, is this video one? What? Oh, 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 oh. Did you get that part? Oh, yeah. All of it. All of it. So that is, and then we had a conversation afterwards, like, do you, like, you marry your parent? Like, or you meet, you you know, like you marry your mom, you marry your dad, that kind of thing. Like there's that kind of stuff that kind of goes on. Uh I don't know if there's just like general similarities, but there is out there. It's an ingrained, I believe this is true. It's an ingrained thing. You're so conditioned to be accepting of someone that's like your mother, that that's who you gravitate toward. Well, I mean, if you were let out of a human being, you know, that seems like a safe place to get back into. Yikes. In theory. Not literally. It's not literally. That's not a face. Listen, point being, 
so, Dave. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Listen, Oedipus, my point is, the point being, I know out there is a VHS tape of my mother walking through my high school hallways going, why is this red light on like <laughs> straight up looking, looking at her shoulder going, yeah, I don't know. why is this red light still on? What is this? And that was the same Tina look at, Oh, Oh, what am I on video? <laughs> like, Oh, come on, man. What just happened here? Anyway, so what else you been doing, buddy? Got any side hustles happening? No, I did stand up. I went and did an open mic. Back to one, everybody. Back to one. It was fun. What do you mean? I told some jokes. I got you on did? stage, told some jokes. There was did a crowd get, there. Humans. Yeah. Okay. Of course. What do you mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who would do it otherwise? Well, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. It, it has. You, you you could have jokes like a rusty gate. You know what I mean? Like it, it's not it's not a turn on turn off kind of thing. Yeah, true. I did have one buddy tell me like, did you do new stuff or just stuff or shit you know you knew would work? And I was like, number one, I appreciate you assuming I have shit that I know would work. I really appreciate that. After all these years, I'm very very happy about that. You know, it was just nice. It was like, you know, uh. Number one, post pandemic, because I've done some stuff like online and things like that, but I haven't been on stage in a while. So to well, go you, to a club, what? Didn't you do an online open mic for an old age home? Okay, no. Yes, you did. No, it wasn't. Anyways, it wasn't an old age home thing. It was an open mic, like performance. Yes. Which is kind of nice because you can do multimedia stuff. Anyways, live, it was just nice to be in a club. Dark and lights, good space, right? Like just the stuff, spotlight, microphone. Yeah, the old warm feelings. Yeah. It got your juices flowing. Right back to it. It was nice, but not too much. Not like ridiculous. So anyways, the hope is that um, we'll book some more work there uh, next year, which is good. What's the club? Since they're all booked out. Ann Arbor Comedy Showcase. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's not a standard club. It's a it's a pop-up. No, it's the they're a weekly club. Oh. Yeah. Why cool. then why are you gonna wait till next year? Why aren't you getting back? Why are you taking such a long gap? I'm not I'm not taking such a long gap. The the shows are already booked. Oh, I see. Yeah. He knows I'm back in the mix. We need something. I get to do it, right? Otherwise then I'm like, hey, what do you got next year? Let's do some stuff. It'll be nice. Nice. Side hustle. Yeah, I got a little something going. What are you doing? You're constructing things in Vermont. What are you taking down syrup? So I just got hired by Vale Resorts. What? What do you do? To well, it's I'm on the events crew. So basically, I set up and take down the race courses or the mogul courses or the freestyle courses, whatever it may be. For high school kids? kids? Oh no, professionals all the way down to twelve year olds. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So interesting gig so when you do that do they just give you a big backpack of flags and then run you up to the top and then you have to ski down and put them in certain spots called the bundle but how do you know where to put them did somebody come and spray paint nope you get the design no come on dude they're not just gonna let some rando with a sack of flags float his way down the mountain i'm gonna i'm gonna put mine real close to the edges Hold on. I have to write down rando with a sack of flags because that's a pretty. (laughs) First of all, they're called gates. Yeah. Okay. Second of all, I don't really know. I don't really know what the process is for setting them up, but I'm assuming somebody starts out of course (laughs) and I just am going to be the monkey that carries the flags with someone that's like, put one here, put one there. That's that's what I think. I love it. I love it. Yeah. All right. That's cool. Do you get like a, do you get a jacket? I think so. I think so. I think you get a uh, events team jacket, Vale events team jacket. Do you already know like what dates are going to be there? So I have to do that today. They just sent me the available dates that I have to do, and they want me to block out days that I don't want to work. And I think the only days that I don't want to work are the day, the 26th and the 27th of December, right? That's that's Christmas. It's the day, the day after. after. Nobody does anything for that. It's leftovers. It's not even a game. So 
it's mostly weekends, right? And the benefit of doing this whole thing is we're, we were in the process of closing on a house up in Vermont. The process of doing this is because they're going to give me a free pass, free Epic pass. Okay. And all my dependents get a $40 buy-in to the Epic pass. So it's basically. You're going to charge your kids to ski with you now just because of this side job. No, no, no. I'm buying them passes for oh. 160 bucks. Everybody in my family will get a pass, which is nice. It's a nice, it's a nice little Benny. All right, cool. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. We're going to find out what it is. My buddy's the one who runs the events team. So, oh, a little nepotism. Uh, yeah, maybe. maybe Same. It's like you got an uncle in the thing. What's the uncle bad rap thing? What were you talking about? Because I'm a good uncle, I don't get a bad rap. So I'm a good uncle too. My wife gives me a bad rap for bad uncling. But uncles in general, I was listening to, one of them was Joey Diaz. Yeah, Joey. And then there was someone else. It might've just been on the news. And, or it might, yeah, it might've been talking about the, the gymnasts who are going through this Nasser trial. And whenever something bad gets brought up about somebody touching or doing sexually inappropriate things, the first thing they go to is uncle. Well, it's it's not like their uncle was talking to them or or something like that. always goes, and Joe Diaz made a reference to that same thing. He made a joke, and he was like, yeah, well, it's not the same thing as like when your uncle's touching you. I was like, why do you always go to uncle? Why does the uncle always get the bad rap? So that's where that kind of came out of, is that uncles instantly get a bad rap when... I feel like I'm a pretty good uncle. I assume you're a pretty good uncle. You're going stone cold silent on that. Stone cold. You're out on your own limb on this one, buddy. Why? Why? You got to give saying. me a little, give me a little something back. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why that's a reference to things. I'm sure historically there's you know been what I'm issues, talking, but yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. Mostly, I would think is like you get a uncle is a bad rap because like the kids enjoy hanging out with auntie and uncle, and then they have to go back to their parents and like because they're so much fun, and it's so fun to be around, and they're like, Ugh. well, because aunts and uncles don't have to care, they can yeah, sugar, we do not care you up, they can let you do things that you know they know you're not allowed to do purely short term evaluation system on the aunts and uncles. This is the most bang for your buck right here. This is what we get to do. Guess what? When you start whining, I just dropped you off at your house. I don't really care. It's done. It's over. No, you Good don't times. You suck no. it up. You suck it up. You don't, you don't. First of all, my guess is your nieces and nephews don't whine. I once. So the same nine-year-old when she was three, maybe three or four, she she stayed she stayed the night, and I heard something upstairs. I was watching. Tina was a bad uncle story, bringing her up to bed, right? And I walk into the bedroom, and both her and my wife are curled up in a fetal position, crying because one had a meltdown because she just wanted to make the cot her bed herself, and Tina tried to take control. And like help make it. And it was a just ex- like explosion of emotion all around. And Tina didn't know how to handle it or to stop it. And so both of them, I walk in, they're both in fetal positions at different sides of the room. I start just laughing and losing it. And I just pick up my, my niece and hold her. Everything, everything was just fine. Like you just got to let the kid do whatever the kid needs to do. Like we don't need to help them with stuff. Like that was the whole thing. I got in trouble. I think I'd, Thank God you don't have kids, Dave. It's a terrible dad. That is the absolute wrong mindset. No. Just let the kid do what they want to do. Listen, they're going to figure it out. (laughs) They're going to figure it out. When you're in the fetal position and both, both the adult and the child have given up on each other in the same room, like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta make a choice. You know what I mean? At that, at that critical juncture, you're probably right. (laughs) Right. I got I got in trouble for teaching my other niece was maybe one maybe a little bit older how to climb down from the couch properly. What was all the adults looked at me like, "Oh, what are you doing?" I was like, "What do you mean? Just swing a foot, swing a foot, hold on, slide." 
Oh, she's like, oh, like that? Like, yeah, awesome. I'm like, oh, what did you just do? I'm like, the kid's going to get on the couch. Let's teach her how to get down safely. What's the big deal? You didn't go through her three points of contact. You didn't. Did you give her a little? Her I did that on the climbing at the at the uh, the the park, the yeah. whatever the little yeah. climbing thing, like hand, hand, foot, foot. That's all you got to do. Hand, hand, foot, foot. Have three points of contact. You'll be fine. Done. You got it. That's it. You're going to fall. Yeah. All right. Cool. Get back up. up, 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 up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, people are definitely treat their kids like eggs. I'm not one of those parents. I never really have been. I was early teacher of climbing and getting up and getting down and doing stuff like that. So I'm with you on that. Yeah. In some realm. You know what I mean? I guess. got to be, you got to do, uh, you got to build up their confidence. Sure. Let them know that the world's not as scary as, as it, it really is. You got but, Uncle Bucket. Well, but part of that, Dave, is you doing the black diamond course at the ropes course. They weren't anywhere near me. I know, but they know you were a failure. I told them that. I told them the reasons why. Yeah. What were those reasons again? I didn't want to do that alone. Because <laughs> then when I did it, no one would believe me. I needed someone there to see it. <laughs> you needed someone there to see it. Yeah. I could have come on here and told you I had accomplished it in record time. You could have. Technically, I did do it in record time, which is zero. That's right. Well, that's a non-attempt. That's an N.A. Correct. Not applicable. Yeah. So is your niece going back to school at all? Yeah. What's what's their policies? Is she a, she a Michigan kid? Hold on a second. I don't know what their policy is. What do you mean? The kids go to school. She got to wear masks, no masks, mandates. What's going on? I don't know. What do I care? I'm not responsible for. I think here it's like town to town, city to city, parent to parent. I'm pretty sure that's it. I think there was some video of like Michigan parents like, just go inside. They can't do anything to you. Just go inside. Like, like what's your, I don't know what the hang up is. Like what's the big to do but whatever well what, what, what do you mean dave I, I i'm giving you the segue to the back to school waivers and you're just kind of oh i don't have any waivers for the back to school i don't know anything about it <laughs> you wrote it down i didn't do anything back to school that wasn't me this was your segment it says back to school waivers i don't think that's it <laughs> that's it <laughs> I don't think that's. A thing. Holy shit. I mean, I would, I would assume, like across the board, like I have no idea what you know what people think. Like everybody wants their kid completely protected. You know what I mean? When they're not in sight. So just protect your kid. What's the big deal? Like, what are you teaching them by not doing something? Well, here's my big thing. I don't know. I like, I don't, I don't have, and I don't have a judgment either way. Like that's just your jam, whatever you're comfortable with, I guess. But like, give me some reasoning why you're just not like, you know what? My kid doesn't have to wear a helmet. He is a kicker. So he doesn't have to wear helmets. Oh, all right. Well, everybody else is wearing a helmet. So your kid doesn't have to wear a helmet. Does he want to wear a helmet? Can we ask him? without you around, without you looking at them. Like that's a thing that uncles are good at and aunties. Okay. This is your job. Okay. And you got to make sure your kids, they probably don't do this, but it might be a thing. When I ask a niece or nephew a question, some of them turn to their parent to like, they always do. They're looking to see, they're looking for cues from their parents of how they should answer the question. Right. And so I, I interject and like eyeballs on me. You can answer this question. You don't need any help with it. <sighs> Uncle, bad rap. Don't let my kid think independently. <laughs> no, I, have no, I have no idea. So my big thing is there. there's all this hubbub everywhere about yeah. you can't mandate vaccines. No. It's, it's against the constitution. And I was like, well, wait a second. Really. And no one really answering the question of 
well, your kids all have to be vaccinated and inoculated against measles, mumps, rubella, chicken pox, all this shit that you nobody has ever given a shit about for 40 years that they've been you've had to mandated to get this stuff before you go to a public school uh why why is this this specific vaccine all of a sudden a problem you're gonna have to call jenny mccarthy on that one i don't know but it's not but you're but so the, the 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 issue is your kid has been vaccinated for all that stuff if they're a public school kid even if they're a private school kid they've still been vaccinated against all that yeah. You didn't fight it. You didn't give any kind of pushback on any of those inoculations. Some did. Why? That's the problem. There's a big, there's a large but, group. But but a small That's fact- why the measles and mumps are like, yeah, we're back, baby. High five. Measles mumps. <laughs> measles and mumps. <laughs> measles and mumps. Here we come, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the stage of measles and the mumps. Yeah. So, but my, my thing is, is you no, you don't, if your kid goes to a public school, they've been vaccinated against those things. You're yeah. not in a public school without them. So what is the hang up here? And I haven't really heard a good answer to that. And the only answer that I have heard is people say, well, this isn't that deadly. Okay. But neither is the chickenpox. All right. Chickenpox aren't that deadly either. You, you're vaccinated against those. I've had some folks that come to me and like their family's like, Hey, you can't come over unless you're vaccinated. And they're like, I really don't want to because this hasn't been fully tested. And there's some other ones that are coming out soon that are going to be better. And like, I'm like, okay, full FDA approved. And I'm with you. I'm like, okay, do what you want. Hey man, like, but whatever they were saying and whatever research they went through, that's just what they felt is necessary. And it's like, I don't know where, I don't know. Like to me, I just don't know what the big deal is. Like you just said, Hey, here's some vaccines. It's all right. You know, you want to not get as sick. The probability you want to get back to normal, do this. Okay. Right. But so do you believe that the schools have a right to be like, listen, we're trying to take care of a lot of people. You have to follow what we want you to follow or you can't come to school here. I mean, all right. You've got no take on that. All right, we'll move forward. Yeah, I know. I have cats. Why would I care? Uh, Whoa, it's a bigger than just whether you have kids or Just not. in general. I mean, you want kids to be healthy and safe. Like that, if that's the, that's the bottom line motive, then just what's the best possible way for that? And that's what they've determined. Yeah. Don't let them hang out with creepy uncles and then make sure you're completely hitched on both safety straps as you're crawling over things and get vaccinated. Seems, seems logical. Those are three easy things to do. Seems logical to me. So that was my whole thing is I just don't know why this is a big deal. And and I'm all for people making their own choices. I really am. Why? Well, we live in a country where you should have some freedom to make your own choices and do what you want, but you don't have any issue with this stuff, but you have an issue with this specific thing. And it just seems weird. Just seems weird. Not, and I'm not sure why it's, why it's happening, but that's deja vu for you. You know, it's Dave Javu. What? Dave, Dave Javu. Oh, what's Dave Javu? You, you were the one that said every time you try something, like I say something and then you just have Dave Javu over and over again. <laughs> like I failed once on the black diamond, but you during your regular life carrying around flags up hills to make race courses are like, Oh, this is Dave Javu. What? Why? I don't know. I, that makes no sense. <laughs> I'm well aware of that. But you wrote it down. I don't think I did. Dave Javu is a reference to something you said when we were talking last. What? I said, oh, that's like Deja Vu. And you went, no, ha, ha, ha. It's Dave Javu. And you were like, oh, write that yeah. down. Write that down. Put that in the notes. And I said, okay, what are we going to talk? I don't want to talk to you about it now. 
I don't want to talk to you about it now because we'll bl- we'll blow it. We got to talk about it on air. Just put it in the notes. Yeah, and it I sounds said, like okay, we've had I this put- conversation before. Dave Chappu. Just here, let's do it again. We'll do it again. Let's talk about corn, Dave. Oh, okay. So listen, this is what I think. <laughs> so we had we had corn the other night. And the age old, like it doesn't process, your body doesn't process it. Simple. And I don't want to do poop. I don't want to do poop jokes. But there's some analogy to what happens to corn, right? So first it it's grown and seed and, and fed and comfy and it's with all of its friends. And then someone comes and just bites into their life and chews them up and sends them down to the bowels. And yet they come out whole and unscathed through that whole process. Only some of them. The good ones. It's like when you eat an ear of corn. So the vaccinated. Every kernel. Yeah. One or two. So who's the lucky corn? corn The vaccinated kernels come out whole and the unvaccinated do not. So, so be an un, so be a vaccinated corn kernel. Yes, <laughs> shit can't happen to you. You'll make it through the fucking shit storm. That's where you were going. That that was that's why I had to write down corn. Yeah, but it was more of analogous. I'm trying to get it to like like a ego or human like a experience where life, you know, it'll chew you up and it'll send you through the bowels of hell, but yet you can still come out whole. I want some real meaningful, impactful, hopeful message out of summer sweet corn. <laughs> so this this is a half-baked idea that you really had nowhere to go with. No. See, I, 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 as the good partner that I am, I'm always giving you a little back and forth yeah. to carry you through your, your, your dead point. Yeah. Where you would just leave me out there to hang. No. You will. I didn't. Yeah. You're I gave like, you the like the Lawrence. sack of flags line today. You're you're like Martin Lawrence in the DraftKings commercials. You're you're useless. Dude, Why what is the story? Everybody else has a title. <laughs> the guy from Veep is the logic. The gal from from uh, Thirty Rock is is confidence. The other guy from something is indecision. And then they close up on Martin Lawrence. And he's like this. They don't give him any sign. And then they cut to the hero who's African-American as well, spending all of his mortgage on bets. You haven't seen the DraftKings app commercial? No, I have. I Is there a different version? The one with Chris Mintz and, and, and Martin Lawrence. And- I don't know who those people are. I know Martin Lawrence. You know who Chris Mintz is. Whatever. There's no sign for Martin. Why? There, he he's the body, he's the brain. No. He's he's the totality. He's sitting on the throne. I assume they don't show that. They do show him sitting on the throne. They it's too close. Everybody else is a shot that shows the space and what they're doing and why they're there. And then Martin's like, hmm. That's what it is. That's my was my interpretation. I don't like that concept. I'm not gonna live or die on that interpretation, but you plant know. that flag, event what's guy. Crazy, what's crazy about that commercial is they're like, if you make a dollar bet, we'll give you two hundred dollars to bet more, so that you get addicted to betting, and then you'll use our app over and over and over. Oh yeah, all those are like. Did you see Mike Ditka for Bet Rivers? Like they, what? he can't even move, and he's like, "Yeah, just bet on Bet Rivers." And then it cuts to other guys like Mike Ditka wouldn't lie. <laughs> what? Who just be, made this commercial? That must be a Midwest thing. It's like every yeah, because every yokel casino can have an app. Well, I did see that. That now MGM has a betting app. MGM, Caesar's Book, like the big ones do, but so do all of like the little casinos. 
like the riverboat casinos up and down the Mississippi River? Wherever gambling is allowed, you can app it up and bet through them. That's a dangerous proposition. It is going to be an exponential crushing blow to a large number of people. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to a casino tonight. A real one. <laughs> Let me just end with that. I'm going to go to a casino. Just tonight. so everyone yeah, is aware. So let's have let's have a small conversation. Hurry up. We just had a large one. No, I know. But casinos, I don't I don't do you have fun when you go to the casino? I never no. it's not fun. No, it's sad. It's sad. Yeah. I go in, I'm sad for the old ladies who are sitting at the slot machine smoking cigarettes, pulling that thing over and over and over and over again. I get sad when I'm at the you know blackjack table and you see people that are like, oh, you've been here for 50 years smoking that same cigar and drinking that same glass of brandy, just losing every dollar you've ever owned. I, I don't understand what is fun about it. I don't know. The prospect of not being that guy. The prospect of maybe winning? Are you going to do your stupid roulette game? Yeah. Damn, that's stupid. I know exactly how much I'm going to invest in my roulette game. I know what numbers I'm going to play. I will let Lady Chance make her way into my heart. How much are you going to give to the casino tonight? About five to $6,000. Really? No. No. I know you couldn't do that. No. Five to $10. <laughs> gonna- I can make five to $10 last for like an hour. No, you can't. Yeah. Five- I can make five or $10 last for five or 10 minutes. Penny slots, bro. Penny slots. You do not go play penny slots, do you? No, I play roulette. So are you going to have Tina tape you? I, I would like to see a video of it. I don't know you're allowed you to. Playing your money. Well, you just have her tape her shoulder. Be like, I'm just taping my shoulder. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's faking. Right? And, then it's not, and then she's all right. And then she's all right. Yeah. Well, what casino are you going to tonight? Motor City. Motor Gonna City. go see Maz Jobrani perform and then hang out in the casino. Big Friday night out. Friends got babysitters. We've nice. got cats. Who's going? Got a bunch of folks. So it's a friends, big parents of friends, friends, friends. Big night. Wow. Well, have fun, man. That's right. That sounds like a blast. Nobody's wearing a mask because it's a casino. You Press your wear, luck. You don't have to wear a mask in the casino? You don't have to wear a mask anywhere. It's Michigan. <laughs> really? You don't have mask mandates? You're not wearing masks in your town when you go to the grocery store? I mean, it's it's much much better if you do. But up to you. But it's a choice. Yeah. Yeah, we're back to nope. Got to wear it in the stores again. I'm just gonna have a message that says that comes from you, ostracizing you. That's what my mask says. It's Actually, I'm gonna have a mask that says "I'm," and then a T-shirt that says "ostracizing you," with an arrow pointing to the mask. Okay. I'm gonna have a message that says "shame." At least make it look like a smile. No. Just says good luck. (laughs) That one I like. You know what I mean? Yeah. So sad. Whatever. Kids versus cats. That was your ending? I guess, dude. I don't know. What do you mean? You're killing me tonight. What are you talking about? Fuck, it's so bad. You got to finish. Finish strong. What am I finishing? Do it again. I'll edit all of this out. I promise. No, you won't.